Iron Jungle podcast is raw, it's real, it has zero gimmicks, zero bullshit, and absolutely zero fucks to give. Welcome to the Iron Jungle. This is real, no bullshit, no holds barred, wide fucking open podcast. We've been at this far too long to be fucking around. This is the jungle. Where anything goes, no holds barred. We're going to be talking about the real shit. How to succeed in a world where you have goals, but there's so much misinformation and bullshit trying to sell you something. This is the informative podcast. And there's no holds barred in the jungle. The question is, are you ready? Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the iron jungle. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome inside the jungle, the Iron Jungle podcast. Back from bliss, back from cloud nine, back from walking the aisle, back from putting his balls in the jar and giving them away for free. Drew, the vanilla gorilla, Peter's freshly married. Man, you, I mean, the smile is still on your face, so things must have went well. It was a beautiful day. It didn't rain. I didn't get too drunk. I never drink, but I did that day and maybe the night before and maybe the night before that. Even though I can still I can still count on my hand two hands how many drinks I had. So for me that's a lot of drinking, even though it was not that much. But it was a blast. It was down in sunny South Florida. More to come on that. Y'all stay tuned. But it was it was perfect. It didn't rain. The bride was as beautiful as could be. They they, they she does glow. It's really cool to see that. Um, friends, family. It's good to be essentially home is South Florida for myself and especially my now wife. So, I mean, um, it was perfect as it perfectly could have been. So the, the question of the day, and I think everybody out there wants to know is when you go back and you're clanging and banging in the gym, Drew, are you clanging and banging with that piece of iron or that piece of metal on your left finger? Or are you taking that some bitch off? I used, I, I've trained once on Saturday. I took Sunday off to fly and Monday. Uh, last night I did train with the ring on. I trained some legs. If I'm doing chest or something upper body or especially metal barbells, I'll probably take it off just so I don't get it destroyed. And, uh, you know, it, it's easy to take on and off. So for that caper, just to keep it preserved and not destroy my fucking hand, I'll probably take it off. Well, it's cool because now that you're in the, the married boys club like myself, we can talk on the topic tonight. It exactly. gives us it gives us some credibility to speak on the topic tonight because we live with these people, like, and we're married to them, we're attached to them, and if we piss them off, they're taking half our stuff. So we need to say the right things on today's podcast. And today's episode is for you, ladies. So women out there listening to the podcast, perk up. No, we're not asking you on a date. This is not Tinder. Although if we had Tinder back in the day, Drew, we would have cleaned the fuck up. But this is an episode on women within fitness and. First off, truth be told, Drew and I have penises. Okay, at least I know I do. I'm not so sure about Drew, but I know I have a penis. Last time I checked. So I don't want to speak on behalf of women, but today's episode, we're going to speak on a topic that pertains directly to women. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I consider myself a vagina aficionado when I was single. Um, that's a fine way of putting it. Exactly. So <laughs> with that being said, both in a serious note, both of you and I, obviously you're a married man. I am too. You, you don't get to that point without having some serious relationships with you know these amazing ladies in our life. And ladies, tonight this episode is for you. We're going to address the ladies in fitness, some of the bullshit you deal with, uh, some things that you know you may hear, how to keep you know a positive mindset, how to get more confidence in the gym. And of course, talk about some myths of females, trainings, nutrition, so on and so forth. It'll be a fun episode, a fun topic, and we're just going to sound off off on it and you know we got to get you ladies involved in the podcast so with that said ryan i mean i've been i've been thinking about positive things we can contribute back to the to our people and this is a good one of them so uh, especially to me 
everybody competes these days. Everybody's about being a fit chick, and that's really cool. And I think that from what I have seen, and I'll let you give your piece on this as well, um, it seems there's more competitors than ever. There's more fit chicks than ever. There's more insta-famous girls than ever. A lot of them are girls that women look up to. You know, you have big role models, influencers, Cass Martin, Dane Lynn Bailey back in the day, uh, Jen Selter, even though that one's questionable, <laughs> Jamie Easton. You know, there's been ladies around fitness for a long time, and it continues to grow. Yeah, I agree. Jamie Easton, for first of all, is like the first female figure within fitness that I – I didn't I mean, necessarily look up to, but I recognized and understood how important and popular she was back in the bodybuilding.com days. But it's even to the point where women are becoming fitness influencers with low amount of followers. They just live the lifestyle, and people love to see that. But we live in such a reality TV world that we absorb this information, and we want to consume the information on Instagram stories. And a lot of the women now, okay, so we can talk about the Insta-famous ladies. Some are Insta-famous for the wrong reasons. Some are insta-famous because they are respectable and they are liked. But you're right. Many of these ladies are role models to a ton of ladies that go to my gym. I, I even had a conversation today. We were in a gym um, working out for some fitness informant stuff. And Danielle, who was working out with me, pulled up just a couple girls on Instagram that she looks up to who are role models of hers. And it helped her find her way within the gym. And that, that to me, is super powerful to see people. If that's what's going to get you to motivate your, yourself and to uh, allow you to adapt to this fitness lifestyle that we live in, like amazing. That's good stuff. Absolutely. And it is exactly it. There's a mix of good and bad. Some girls are famous for posting nothing because of their ass, mm-hmm. which is 95% of social media. But that 5%, you have some good, well-meaning ladies out there that actually train these days. I'm sorry. I'm not convinced. I would love to conduct a research study, not in a creepy way. But all right. How many of you thoughts out there drinking an energy drink, working out with a fucking G-string, or actually training in the park on a regular basis? Mm-hmm. According to social media, that is the new norm. I think that is not the case. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. So the ladies out there that listen to this podcast, my now bride included, seriously train. They take the iron seriously. They diet. They train. They work their ass off. They push their body to new levels, new tissue growth, getting lean, competing. They live the lifestyle. Those legitimate ladies out there, unfortunately, are outnumbered by a lot of the bullshit you see on Instagram. So first and foremost, I'm going to kick it off there, ladies, is set your realistic expectations based on things that are achievable mm-hmm. and do it for the right reasons. Like, hey, if you generally want to look good, build your body, be strong, which all you ladies should because there's a plethora of benefits is, you know, there's, there's ladies that uh, they do it. And it segues exactly into this when girls start training. Everybody's out there like, oh, just people that don't train. Oh, don't, don't, don't get too big. Oh, oh, oh don't, don't get manly. Uh-oh, uh, girls with muscles, not attractive. And ladies, Can we set the record straight that, Drew? Yeah, Women with absolutely. muscles are fucking so attractive, way more attractive than I'm, – I'm not going to make fun of any competitors by any means, but the really skinny, skinny, skinny people, like, no thank you. If you are a fit chick and you're a thick chick and you have muscles, like, sign me up. That is what I'm looking for. Exactly. I mean, I don't want to be married to Terry Tate, the office linebacker. No. But at no. the same time, is it's funny, and this is exactly the point here. My 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 now wife, about five foot three, about one hundred and thirty five pounds in her off season. She's not big. She's very well built. She has lower body fat than the average female. She has well developed shoulders, back, legs. You see her in a picture by herself, and you're like, holy shit, she's huge. And he put her in a picture next to me, and like, oh, oh shit, okay, never mind. You know, they, they do stand out. They have this amazing build. And to me, that that's power. It's strong confidence 
for women. So when he sees that type of bullshit, she's had that happen to her pictures as well. You know, oh, don't get, you look manly. Oh, like, you know, muscles are for men. Well, then, bitch, why don't you have any? Yeah. So get out of here with that because I guarantee you, the only people making those type of negative comments toward the ladies that worked in for their body that pushed the norm, either A, they're fucking jealous or they're insecure or both and all the above. It's especially troubling when a guy says that. Mm. And I'll tell you one thing right now, ladies. If a guy says, oh, muscles are for men, okay, then bitch, one, why don't you have any? Two, they probably don't give a fuck what you think anyway because they're not interested in your skinny bitch ass. Yeah, 100%. And uh, let's also make make it well aware, like when you see a lady with muscles, like legit muscles, that didn't come overnight. She didn't just step in the gym on Tuesday, wake up Wednesday morning and look like that. That shit takes time, people. It takes time. It takes diet. It takes proper supplementation. So if you are maybe – looking to join the gym or have, have been scared to go into a gym because you're afraid lifting free weights are going to turn you into manly muscles, that's going to take a lot of work and a lot of time. Trust me, I've been at this shit over 10 years and I'm still like, I mean, I'm big, but it took me a long time to get here. Drew's been working out since he was like, I think six months old, you know, and, and it took him that long to get the big, the way he is. So for ladies to get that big, A, first off, super impressive, in, includes consistency, dedication, hard work, but you also have that choice. Like, if you want to get that look, that aesthetic look, that's up to you. You can also lift free weights and be aesthetically pleasing in different ways, too. You don't have to have that muscular figure, but it's not a bad thing. And that's exactly it. And that's exactly the point being is, oh, I, I don't want to lift weights and get too bulky. Or I don't I don't want to have a protein shake and get too bulky. I'm like, this shit doesn't happen by accident. I mean, that's exactly it. I mean, Ryan's been training very hard and, and using, you know, the right amount of food and all these type of things. And he looks like a well-developed 14-year-old prepubescent boy. Correct. And he's still working. I mean, if this shit was easy, I'd be, every, we'd all be fucking huge. You're yeah. realistically telling me there's guys out there that want to be fucking big and try as they may and don't get big. You think it's going to accidentally happen like, oops, I'm accidentally fucking stacked now. It's not going to happen. What it is going to happen is going to help you maintain your bone density as you age. It's going to help improve your lean muscle mass. You're going to have a better metabolism. You're going to look better. Your clothes are going to fit better. You're going to have lower body fat. You're going to be healthy for the long term because strength training is for everybody. Strength mm. training is for your grandma. She could benefit from strength training. Yeah. We have an episode for everybody here. So don't write it off or think you're going to get, quote, unquote, bulky. If you're eating in a calorie surplus and are training for hypertrophy and all the wrong type of training, sure, you may have a little more – development in a different aspect from what you were looking to do but if you're doing it in a smart way and which isn't that hard to figure out there's tons of websites out there or even ask us on the forum you'll get you in the way you want to go you'll make your butt look good tone up your legs you know lose body fat you'll get to where you want to be look wise the secret and lies in your diet and training sensibly and some cardio right and to go back to social media and if it has helped anything it's maybe been to not demolish but kind of get over this perception that the gym and women is for manly women, right? Like, I mean, you see people on Instagram, women in, on Instagram doing workout routines inside of a gym, inside of a structured facility with free weights, doing free weights that don't look manly. They're beautiful. They're absolutely beautiful. They have great physiques. Um, so that has helped get over this perception because I think, you know, maybe back in the 80s, early 90s, you walk into a gym, like a Gold's Gym, and the women in there probably were bigger. And you, you probably didn't have, you know, because a lot of the women who wanted to maybe stay fit um, and Tone were doing the at-home stuff, you know, whether they're doing Beachbody or they're doing, uh, was it Richard Simmons or whoever that dude is with the afro. I mean, not to like, I'm not trying to say that that's all they were doing, but they, the at-home programs like P90X and Beachbody, that stuff was super fucking popular. So a lot of women that I knew back then were doing the stuff at home, not doing the free weights because they were familiar with free weights in the gym 
associating that with more manly-like, muscular women. That's not the case at all. Like Drew said, strength training is the most beneficial type of training I think anybody in the world can do, whether you're looking for hypertrophy, you're looking to be fit, toned, whatever it is. That's exactly it. Sorry, I have to insert like a visual meme here. When I, when I do hear that too, it's like, why wow, you want to work out, oh girl? You're working up the strength to leave me. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I, I have to get those in there, man. I'm a visual person. I picture a meme like, oh, good Lord. But on this very serious note, this is exactly it. There's a lot of benefits to it. And ladies, keep doing your thing because your alpha is fuck – and not even from just a general standpoint, it's going to increase your confidence. If you can nail that, you can nail anything out there. So with that being said, um, you know, we covered a lot of stuff here, and it's the gist of it. It's like, you know, don't worry about what negative people have to say. And I've said this before. I'll say it again. If somebody's making comments about your appearance, your dedication, like, oh, come on, girl, we can have mimosas and skip the gym. Okay, you're doing something to improve your body, to improve your self-confidence, to improve your health, and you're making people feel unfucking comfortable. That's the theme of this podcast so far. Your dedication, your action, your strive to make yourself better and successful is going to make people uncomfortable, not because they don't like what you're doing, but because it makes them feel like shit for what they're not fucking doing. Get your lazy ass off the couch. Hop on the fucking elliptical. It's better than doing, doing anything. You know, put away the pink fucking dumbbells. Don't be afraid to train. When the thing is, too, I'm not going to hate on if somebody does an at-home workout routine, if somebody does like a workout in a park. If you're doing something truly investing in it to get from point A to point B to point C to make yourself better, that's better than inaction. Maybe it's not the most efficient way, but you can always build on that. The key is fucking starting because it doesn't matter if you have a perfectly designed program and diet if you don't fucking start and stick to it versus – Girl B, who starts doing, you know, stuff that isn't as efficient, but she progresses toward it and doesn't fucking quit. Who do you think is going to get farther in the long run? So, ladies, get a plan. Don't be afraid to take action and fuck what people say. Also, fuck the cardio-only philosophy if you're a woman. I I hear that a lot. Like, when people come to me, you know, I've only been doing cardio. I'm afraid to do free weights. I'm afraid to strength train. Again, back to what we talked about earlier. They didn't want muscles and they didn't want to become... Too muscular. I mean, I get it all the time. It's like, I don't want to be too muscular. Lady, you're not going to get too muscular. Don't worry about it. You don't need to be doing cardio five days a week and nothing else. But Drew, you know that too. Like, ladies have probably approached you, especially through your nutritional planning. And when you ask them their activity levels, I bet you a lot of them have just strictly been doing cardio or way more cardio than they actually need to be doing because the perception in their mind is to be skinny, to be fit, to have abs, I need to do as much fucking cardio as possible. Yeah, and you do see that. Ladies tend to do a lot more cardio than they need to be, and even a lot of them I'm very surprised in a good way. A lot of them have the weights down. They just need to maybe focus on a few other key things, the more specific stuff, general um, basic movements. But the cardio is usually pretty damn good. Guys are on the opposite side, and it depends on there too. All those guys, the girls look at the tone. They want to you know get ready or they want to compete. All the guys, all you want to fucking big as fuck and super lean. They're doing no cardio, eating either a way too. There's no in between. Either they're doing way too much cardio, eating lip not enough, or they're eating way too fucking much and not doing enough cardio because I don't want to get metabolic damage. Fuck your metabolic damage. <laughs> it doesn't exist. And that's a whole other podcast episode. But you see the point is people tend to. Look around them. Guys tend to overeat under under cardio. Ladies tend to undereat and over cardio. It depends what side of the battle you want to pick. So if you're moving on from there, I mean, we talk about we talked about earlier in social media, and I want to kind of dive back into that because social media, when it comes to women, is very interesting, more so than it is men. Because if you look at some of the posts that women post on Instagram, for instance, and you see the amount of likes and the amount of, I would say, low quality engagement, right? You have Maybe there's an ass pick or booty pick. And then there's another lady who really is super proud of their physique that posts a photo 
that comes off as an ass pick or a booty pick. And I was speaking to a girl one time, Angie Ocon, who has a fitness company here in Minneapolis, and she's like, there's a difference between a I'm proud of my body Instagram post and a come fuck me Instagram post. And that's coming strictly from a lady, so that's why I can say that. And then what will happen a lot of times is they'll get all these likes, but women, I mean, it's, it's a fine line, Drew, and it's, it's tough for us to speak on this, but from a male perspective, I think it's important for women to understand where we come from. Now, I'm not the type to slide into your DMs and say something sexual or inappropriate. I'm not a fucking idiot. The people that do that should be kicked in the dick and, and removed off the face of the earth. But when you do post some of those pictures, from a perspective of a male, it seems like you're asking for certain comments to be said. Now, I know that, not, that might not be the intent of the post, but when women then act surprised that there are certain comments on their post, sometimes I'm shocked by that because we look at these posts from, a, like, our, we're, obviously our brains are wired differently, differently, and I get that they're super proud, and they should be proud. Don't take anything away from that. But men are stupid, okay? Are. Men are stupid, and we're going to continue to do that. So women, if you're going to post those pictures and you're proud of them, don't be shocked when you get a bunch of creep motherfuckers posting or sliding in your DMs. So uh, I'm going to do a quick primer here, and I think this is a perfect segue. You know, I, once again, we got the, the Vanilla Gorilla dating service. Um, no, it's not an escort, I promise. But just some general life advice with this is that don't worry. It goes back to don't worry what people are going to say because they're going to say shit. Don't worry about people commenting on shit because it's fucking social media. You're going to do what you got to do. You're going to do what makes you feel good. And the other part, too, is guys, listen the fuck up, okay? In general, like with the DDM thing, don't be sending people pictures of your dick. Yeah, I don't Jesus care if they Christ, work out. I, I don't care if they do work out. I don't care if they anything. Like nothing in the world is like, I don't know what possesses people. Like, you know what? I almost said picture of my dick. And what's she going to do? Print it out, roll it up, and stick it up her ass? I'm sorry. It, it's not how the world works. And I, I've ranted on this before. I've never understood it. It's fucking hilarious to me. It makes for great banter. And uh, ladies, I'm going to give you a tip here. If they send you a dick pic, send them just a picture of one back that's bigger. Yeah, and a different or, color. Yeah, or, or if like, you know, what girls did to Ryan back in the day, you know, back when they had the, the flip phone that took 10 minutes to load, they'd say, oh my God, why did you send me a baby penis? <laughs> So <laughs> they still right, do. They still, they let's, still do. Let's, 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 let's. You know what's great too? I mean, just not to get too far off topic is when ladies get those and then they just put that on their Instagram story. They put these sons of bitches on blast. Like if you're yeah. that stupid to slide into some person's DM and say, you're sexy, boom, dick pic. Like, okay, where was the warm up? You're sexy is not a warm up play, guy. All right. People like that should have social re- media removed, all access removed to social media because they're disgusting. So. All right, so let's bring it back to social media because there is uh, a ton of negativity on social media, but also I think in terms of like mental health, we rely on social media for a reaffirmation of, of our looks, right? Like we're, whether we want to admit it or not, men and women can be narcissists. Like we can look in the mirror and be obsessive with our body, be obsessive with our look. We post things on Instagram and whether we like to admit it or not, the truth is we want people to like our fucking shit. If I'm posting a shirtless photo on my FI account, you're goddamn right I want people to like the pic and comment on how good I look. Women, men, we all do the same shit, Drew. And when we don't get that or we get negative comments from other people, which, again, you just talked about comments, then we get depressed and we get sad and then we start thinking, what did I do wrong? What can I do more? We need to knock that shit off. That's true. And honestly, just I don't read into it. If somebody says, hey, like, I'm pretty fortunate. I don't get a lot of negative shit on mine. Most people, it's like this generic shit, like, you know, oh, steroids must be great shit, or 
They talk shit on my fucking calves, that's for sure. With my conditioning, they talk shit on that. So people are always going to nitpick. You could pick apart fucking Mr. Olympian and say, oh, he's, 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 he's it every week. I'm like, well, he's the best in the fucking world, so he must not be too bad. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, is people like the bitch. People like to point things out. People like to be uh, fucking negative Nancys. I'm not going to give them the satisfaction of using the H word because eh, fuck them. You know, people – People just are fucking difficult. And social media can be a good thing and bad thing. It brings us together. It gives us a platform for this awesome show. And I want to bring this back to exactly what you're saying. Let's talk about the ladies specifically. This episode's for you. Um, we, we talk in jest about some of the dipshit guys we see, and I feel bad for you. And usually I'll be like, hey, yo, bro, get a Sprite, you thirsty fuck. And they stop. I call them on blast, you know. And naturally, you know, there's a, the dudes comment everything pretty, call them out, and like, thirsty. And they get, I wasn't that. I see a lot of stupid shit on social media, which we all do. But I want to get toward the end of the episode here. Let's talk about some fun shit. Let's offer a little bit of science, a little bit of health critique. And ladies, you deal with a lot of misinformation, unfortunately, in meaning well, is people try to take advantage of females when it comes to fitness. People try to take advantage of females on social media. People try to take advantage of you ladies when it comes to supplements. Either A, like, you know, you're like – I'll be real. I, I always been using protein shakes since I was a, a fucking freshman in high school. When you you start lifting for football, oh, protein, protein, bulk up, get big. Da, da, da. And a lot of ladies, they find it later in life. So people like, you know, like, okay, shit, where do I start? It's just, you know, unfortunately, the landscape's a little more muddled for ladies. You got 10 different people selling you things. Like, oh, I, I think I need to buy five cases of bang and a G-string. According to this Insta model I follow, when the reality is you don't have to, they don't need this specific thing. So let's cover some myths of female and training. And one of the most laughable fucking shit I've seen, we've covered ladies, you're not going to get bulky, but two is like there, there's female specific supplements. This drives me fucking mm. crazy. There are some exceptions to this, but Ryan, I mean, you've seen this too, right? Every day, every single day. And what irritates me is for whatever fucking reason, companies feel like they can just Basically, because they're a female, they deserve less, and they still should pay the same amount, if not more. How many times have you, Drew? I mean, you, I don't know if you've designed or formulated specific female. Because, okay, let's, let's just say this. There are certain supplements designed specifically for females that work well, right? I mean, there are and, – and for instance, like this is a supplement that's not necessarily sports nutrition-based, but a supplement that may help produce more breast milk for, the, for, for women who are nursing, right? That's still called a dietary supplement. That's specifically for women. But if there is potentially like here's a pre-workout and a BCAA and a protein designed specifically for women and that pre-workout has basically pixie dusting of every major ingredient in it because women don't need as much as men, that's bullshit. Straight up bullshit in terms of like there's clinical data behind certain ingredients that men and women can use the same amounts and the ones that do love it. So you don't need to be paying the same amount as Drew and I pay and get one-eighth of what we're getting. That's what irritates me is when companies will market to women knowing that women, no offense, ladies, they don't do the research as much within sports nutrition and supplementation, neither do the men, but they don't know. They don't know. They take the GNC guy's word for it, the guy at Vitamin Shop. They, they just believe them because they're supposed to. They buy whatever they're supposed to buy. They'll buy based on flavor alone and nothing else, and they're, they're getting ripped off from these companies, and the companies know damn well they're doing it, whether it's an MLM, an Abacare, an Herbalife, all that bullshit. It's terrible, and it's not fair. So, ladies, you need to educate yourselves on this topic. And Drew and I are obviously readily available 24-7. Well, I mean, we like to sleep. But we're here to help people make the right informed decisions. But, yeah, this whole, this whole female-only supplements, for the most part, majority of them, are complete bullshit. All right. So it's the irony of me saying this on an episode is, I hold my dick, I'm going in, is – 
to a degree, I'll agree to disagree because I've seen some stupid shit. Like sometimes it'll be no different than the men's product would have a few things tweaked. Like for some reason, there's innate fear of ladies as creatine free because the sure. ladies especially think it's going to bloat them, which is seriously not the case. It doesn't cause bloating, water retention, so on and so forth, as long as adequate water intake. And ladies, it's if it does make you gain some weight, it's putting more water in the muscle cell. So let's not focus on just creatine. I'll talk about a few instances where I agree with it, and I'll talk about some things where I don't. When I worked at GNC as a manager store, we had this specific protein. It was like I think Fitness. Oh think yeah, was the brand. where's that now? Where's that today? I think it took it back and shot. Yeah. But it's the exact. Oh, hold on, I think that was a good example. Or there was a whey bollock mm-hmm. protein GNC for her. So as lady come in, she goes over to the women's section, and once again. Pro and con, I'll get back to that. She picks up this one. Oh, I'd like to get this one. And I'm like, well, you can get a bigger tub and it's actually a better value. Oh, but this one's for women. And you look at the product and it's like, oh, it has fewer calories. I'm like, so inherently the ladies are drawn to things with less calories a lot of times. And you turn it over and it was literally GNC Whey Bollock 60 protein, but they use a smaller serving size. The exact same product, nothing different, just a smaller fucking scoop. Mm-hmm. So only instead of 25 grams of protein, it only had 20, and therefore it only had 100 calories. Yeah. There was nothing different. That was pure fucking marketing. So to me, that's bullshit. It's like, okay, it's cute. It attracts them. Fine. But there's nothing substantiating for it. If you want to get more specific, there are certain things that – I guess address male needs more than women and vice versa. Something that women need more than men do. Like for example, a multivitamin. Yeah. A lot of you ladies out there have issues with hemoglobin in your iron levels. So in that case, an iron supplement or a multivitamin product with iron in it makes sense because you do need that compared to a man or ladies. You're more focused on things for hair, skin and nails even though men could use that as well, but like things like a lot of bites and the collagens out there, that'd be more geared toward, you know, your specific things. In terms of your performance, it's very even kilter. But I um, down that route, I guess it excites me. I do think there's a big potential for women's specific products. And, uh, you know, oh, here comes the marketing guy. Well, think of it this way. If you make products to adjust, like say a women's all-in-one product or men's all-in-one product, like, okay, ladies, we're, we're all-in-one. We're focused on your key core things. Joint health, healthy hair, skin, and nails, healthy digestion, healthy cognition, cardiovascular, and focus on that. Versus men's may have some under overlapping things like you know joint support, digestion, cardiovascular health, but then of course um, focus on things like prostate health yeah. or overall sexual performance. You know, and you can get specific there to beef up those products for those specific genders. And there's fucking two. I'm planting that flag. Male, female. Fuck it. Biology does not lie. Um, in that case, you know, it does make sense to have specific products, but it all depends, um, to the company, unfortunately, and they have a good sales rep. Is it a supplement company that happens to market or a marketing company that happens to sell supplements? And unfortunately, a lot of times it's the latter. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, the, when it's specific to their needs, I'm all for it. But when it's sort of a generic categorical product that really isn't that different, like, I don't think... And you can correct me if I'm wrong, Drew, but the, do, do women need 50% of the active ingredients that men do? I mean, because they're smaller, right? No, like, I mean, like absolutely. in terms of a pre-workout, if this is a, a pre-workout for her and it has 50% of, of the dosages that the male version does, I think that's bullshit. And that's not fair. And they're paying the same amount for, for significantly less. So that's where I feel that they are being ripped off. And they just don't know. They don't know. Now, if it is something in terms of like skin, hair, nails, things like that, that nature, I know uh, there's a brand out there that makes a a pre-workout that has that in it and it's designed for women. Cool. I'm good for, I'm good with that. 
but it's the companies that maybe make like I mean there are some there there's a big company out there right now that is doing very well that was designed primarily for women. And I look at their pre-workout and I say, well, this is kind of shit. Like, it's not a great pre-workout, but the consumers are still paying 40 bucks for that pre-workout when they can go and get a, a Nutribio pre-workout, a brand that you and I both like, for 40 bucks and get significantly better results from that in terms of overall performance. But because it's specifically designed for women, women perceive that as for them and they'll pay it. Um, so that's, that's where my problem comes with this perception that there's female-centric products. And you'll see... You know, protein shakes for her and and like MRP for her. Now there there's maybe some give and take to Drew's point before. You know, if there's less calories and if you are a female and you're looking for less calories, sure there might be some sort of MRP or like an Emery light or something like that that might be for you. But overall, unless it's addressing a specific need within your body, most of the supplements can be universal within the terms of performance powders in this space. I, that's actually that's a perfect way of putting that, and that segues into the next thing too. Same with like, oh, there's girl supplements. It's the same thing as like, okay, why the fuck does this exist that people think there's such things as, oh, these are girl exercises, female exercises. You know, I'll tell you right now, my boy, on my leg day, I'm over there on the adductor machine. I'm squeezing my legs together, opening them up, adductor, abductor, and I'll look you right in the eye when I do it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Better. So. Don't be a stupid fuck. A lot of times, unfortunately, a lot of ladies get pegged into thinking, oh, they think pink dumbbells or the 80s workout with those the weights they strap around the ankles with the fuzzy socks, all the kumbaya bullshit. Ladies, get in there train hard. You're more than welcome to step in the iron um, when you do discover it. You know, it's an amazing thing. So being stereotyped with having, oh, that's a girl exercise is kind of dumb. Same thing. Ladies, you're probably not as worried about hitting all these different exercises for your chest uh, compared to working on things for your glutes, your quads, your hamstrings, your your core, your shoulders, back, you know, those type of things. But then that same thing, guys, um, last time I checked, the girls like the booty too. So you better be doing some glute exercises. You need to focus on all those things that are quote unquote girl exercises. Guys, it's not cool to have a thigh gap if you're a male. Hit those adductors, work on those. And, you know, it's like, oh, that's a girl machine. That's a girl exercise. Or it's just bullshit. It's silly. It's like the same type of thing. It's like, oh, boys wear pink. Uh, you know, boys wearing pink are silly. They should wear blue, and girls shouldn't wear manly colors. They should wear pink. I love pink. It's my favorite fucking color. Yeah. But it's the same shit. It, it doesn't have like a, a split line. Do what makes sense for you. If you're a man, need to build your ass up, you do those glue bridges. Ladies, if you need to work on your biceps, you hit those bicep curls. Yeah. It, it's not like separate. If that's if that makes a point, it's just very clean cut. It's not separate. Exactly. I think that's great. Um, I totally agree. I'll do I'll do hip thrusts all day long. I have no fucking problem with it. I love it. I want a big ass. That's I mean, men men should want a big ass because like Drew said. Women like it. Uh, Drew, I'm interested, and we didn't talk about this topic beforehand. It wasn't on the list, but uh, I've, I've heard this from many female competitors. So for those out there who are not familiar with the competition side of female fitness, you have bikini, figure, wellness, and physique, or bikini, wellness, figure, and uh, physique. Let's go on that because that's basically the order it goes. And some women that don't compete bikini will look at the bikini class and say, well, kind of like it, it's, it's, it's bad for women with the posing routine. And I don't, I, I, and that's other women saying that, not me. 
I um, you know, I'm I'm a fan. I'm more of a fan of like the figure type girls in terms of me, like looking at it, aesthetically pleasing for me. Like I like that. Uh, but you with your be, having the competitive background, like I, I've always want to say, like don't discredit the bikini girls because they work fucking hard. They work super hard to get to that point. Yes, they're a bit skinnier, and yes, the judges look for different things in those ladies. Um, when it comes to the posing routines, some of the poses I look at, I'm like maybe, maybe you know, it could be. A little weird uh, for other women to look at that, but what's your perspective on that? I mean, it all depends. They've actually cracked down on some of the the poses, the rear poses, where yeah. it's like, okay, that's not a pose that you're just bending over and everybody's seeing your cash and prizes. Judges will take away from that too. It's not about who can be the biggest hoe bag on stage. That's not the point. It's to display your glutes, your hamstrings, your back, all that muscle definition. There's different categories for each one for what they look for: amount of leanness, amount of glutes, amount of back muscle overall. And you kind of go with what you ideally want your body to be in their natural structure. If you're naturally a bigger girl in terms of muscle, you're probably not going to do as well in bikini. You're probably too, quote unquote, too big. And that is a case where you're not too big. It's just for that division. Mm-hmm. It's not like the look. It'd be like me if I were to compete in men's physique. I'm, I'm too blocky. I'm too big for that shit. Right. It wouldn't work well for me. You know, some people will say, oh, she's too muscular or oh, he's too big or whatever. Everybody has different tastes. But when it's a contest that is one time or, oh, yeah, you're a little bit too big for this class. And that's not a bad thing. It's just, oh, it, it doesn't make sense for this class. You'd do really well in figure or you do really well in women's physique. But that doesn't mean, oh, you're too big. You shouldn't – you need to lose muscle. No, no, no. Just don't try to put a square pig in a round hole. Same with, with bless your heart. You're a bikini girl. You're probably going to get your ass handed to you against the women that compete in women's physique or figure. You're just, just, it takes time. You have yeah. to kind of prepare your body for what you compete in. Same with guys. Same with guys. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I just want to, I mean, cause like I said, that's, those are things that I've heard. And like another thing, um, you know, as we wrap up the podcast in terms of women in fitness, I think that they deserve more recognition. I think they deserve more praise. You look at the key event coming up here in three and a half weeks in Las Vegas, the Olympia. I means some of the women don't even get to make the main stage. Now, I, and people are going to argue like the men are the ones who make the money. Listen, this isn't. This, I get professional sports. I get a lot of people will pay the ticket prices to see the big Ramis of the world and the Rolly Winklers of the world. But the women work hard too, and to discredit them by essentially not even giving them a table at some of the athlete check-ins, I think is bullshit. Like if they're not going to be on the main stage, that's that's one thing. Because even some of the the men's physique guys are on the main stage. Sometimes they do like the pre-judging at the Expo Center uh, down there, I believe. But everyone should be treated fairly when it comes to the table and women that that includes them so like the olympia committee the arnold committee like embrace the women in fitness they're fucking killing it and doing a phenomenal job agreed 100 percent, my man i mean uh my wife once again the star of the show tonight perfect for topic good example living example works her ass off in a women's figure it is no cakewalk what they have to go through in the prep all the ladies out there for that i mean it's no joke it's just as serious as guys I and mean, obviously Men's bodybuilding is probably going to be the most brutal in terms of prep, terms of body fat, so on and so forth. Women's figure, women's physique is much more tough than bikini. But if you're truly doing it, like I said, we talked about in previous episodes, if you're going all in, give it respect. Even I don't care if you're, you want to be the world's best fucking golfer right? or you want to be the world's best chess player or the world's best violin player, what the fuck it is. If you're going out there doing the things you need to do to grind, to get that shit done, whether it be physical, mental preparation, but you're dedicating yourself to it to be who you want to fucking be – then you fucking do it. Go you. Way to work for your goals. Way to crush it. I love it, man. And women, when you look at, you know, you look at something a man does, don't think like I can't do that because that's a man. Like you can do everything a man can do, and half the time, ninety percent of the time, fuck, a hundred percent of the time, you can do it better. So yep. keep doing it. Keep killing it. Get in there and help motivate other people. That's my final words of wisdom from this podcast. And and actually, I'll, you're not going to get fucking bulky by lifting weights. So lift fucking weights.
All right, bro.